0: To judge or not to judge? That is the million dollar question that I want to propose to you today. This is Brother Dell of Gospel of Repentance Ministries. God bless you for tuning in. And yet again, I'm going to bring to you the theme. Obviously, you know that by now, Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Yes, my brothers and sisters, my friends, we must have our soul food. And so what I want to talk about in the uh, short time that I have is the idea of judging. We don't like that word. That's uh, That's a bad word in our society, especially when it comes to people thinking they have the right to judge other people. And the fact of the matter is, we, when people often judge one another, they do it in in the wrong way. They do it in a hypocritical way, and that is the wrong way to judge. I mean, oftentimes people will judge others when the person that's doing the judging has the same problems or even more problems than the person that they are judging, and that is a person that that is definitely two-faced. And, hypocritical, and that's something that we all hate. In other words, if you're going to judge in a hypocritical way, then you have to recognize that you're going to be judged right back in that same way. So so what I want to talk about is, are we to judge or are we not to judge? Does the Bible actually say like a lot of people say that the Bible says not to judge? Is that true or is that false? and that's what i want to to examine in a few minutes that we have in this uh this episode so to begin uh my discussion i want to go over to matthew's gospel and the 7th chapter and i want to start reading at verse 1 and these are the words of our lord and savior jesus christ and i'm going to read all the way to verse 5 All right, so Jesus is talking about judging, and he's talking about the proper and improper way, and how we're supposed to judge. So, if a person is trying to help someone that has a small problem, but then they have a bigger problem than the person that are trying to help, Jesus said that you're a hypocrite. In other words, you're judging, but your judging is it's hypocritical or is is two-sided because the your problem is bigger than the problem of the person that you're trying to help. And in that case, you don't want to judge because you got issues bigger than the person that you're trying to help. In other words, if they got a speck in their eye but you got a log in your eye. Obviously he's using metaphorical language, but at the same time he's saying that the problem is that the person that is doing the judging has a bigger problem than the person that they're judging and that's two-faced that's hypocritical we don't want to do that so so to answer those of you who have the question is, does the Bible say not to judge that is untrue it does say we can judge but it does not allow for hypocritical judgment so for those that say only God can judge me that is not entirely true alright so and the reason and i understand why we generally say that because we don't want somebody stepping on our toes and telling us what we should and should not be doing because we all know that none of us are perfect so how dare someone think they have the audacity to try to step to us and say hey well you know you shouldn't be doing that well the person that's saying that most likely has skeletons in their closet too it's just that they they haven't been discovered yet And so they feel in their mind that they have a right to judge you because they feel, once again, this is their opinion. They believe that they have that they're more righteous than you are. There are people out there that are very self-righteous and believe they have the right to step on the toes of those who they feel are living a less moral life than they are. And in some instances, that's true. However, once again, if we're going to judge one another, it should come from a spirit of of love and compassion and wanting to help the person get out maybe out of the uh, divisive behavior or out of the uh, the addictive behavior that they're involved in. We should be We should be trying to bring about a person's deliverance, not trying to put them on a the spot or trying to embarrass them. that's That's malicious that's evil and it and it lets me know and it lets those know who are being judged by someone else that they're that the person that's judging them is no better than they are. I mean because if you're doing it hypocritically then you're you're not better than the person you're judging. Most likely you're probably worse. Alright, so what I want to do is continue this subject matter further regarding judging judging and we're going to go to first Corinthians. We're going to go to the fifth chapter. And what I'm going to do so that you know what's actually going on I'm going to read the entire chapter it's, it's, a, it's a short chapter it's only uh, 13 verses and this is how it starts it says it is actually reported that there is sexual, sexual immorality among you and of a kind that is not tolerated even among pagans for a man has his father's wife and you are arrogant ought you not rather to mourn let him who has done this be removed from among you For though absent in body, I am present in spirit. This is Paul the Apostle speaking to the uh, Corinthian church. And as if present, I have already pronounced judgment on the one who did such a thing. When you are assembled in the name of the Lord Jesus, and my spirit is present with the power of our Lord Jesus, you are to deliver this man, listen to this, to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord. Your boasting is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Verse 7 Cleanse out the old leaven that you may be a new lump as you are really are unleavened for Christ our Passover lamb has been sacrificed. Let us therefore celebrate the festival not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Verse 9 I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people. Not at all meaning the sexually immoral of this world or the greedy and swindlers or idolaters since then you would need to go out of the world I'll go back to that in a moment but now I am writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of brother if he is guilty of sexual immorality or greed or is an idolater reviler drunkard or swindler not to even eat with such a one for what have I to do with judging outsiders is it not those inside the church whom you are to judge Did you get that? Verse 13, the last verse in the chapter. God judges those outside. Purge the evil person from among you. Okay, let's let's back up for a second. So, Paul is writing to the church at Corinth. And he's rebuking them because there is heinous, sexual, perverted sin going on in their church. Where a man is having a sexual relationship with his father's wife and tradition tells us that it was it was his stepmother it wasn't his biological mother but his stepmother but still it was something that was scandalous and should not have been going on and rather than being upset about it and being mournful about it they were arrogant about it and he said this type of behavior is not even even named among the heathen the pagans the outsiders the unsaved and so this was happening in the church of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and Paul said I've already judged this person in other words cut him off cut him off in other words uh, you what he meant by that is you have to bind that person in other words you have to cut them off from the assembly because they're acting like they're not a believer and he went on to say deliver such a one over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord in other words if he's going to continue to behave in such a way that is ungodly and evil then it'd be better off that he's dead that's that's in essence what Paul is saying in other words the man should just be if he's not going to repent if he's not going to stop his destructive behavior then he needs to be he needs to die because his presence in the church is defiling It's, it's a corruption it's making the church impure and that's why it says get rid of get rid of that leaven i mean get rid of you know become a new lump and so therefore that is a case where we are to execute judgment if a member of the church is in sin we as a body are supposed to confront that sin so we are to judge in that instance and notice what he's, notice what paul said at the end of the chapter he says for what have i to do with those judge, judging outsiders is it not those inside the church whom you are to judge? God judges those outside. So God is ultimately the judge of the unsaved. We know that because the Bible tells us that. And clear descriptions of that are given in the last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation. So we are to judge one another when a brother or a sister is in sin in unrepentant, habitual just continuous ongoing sin and like I said the purpose behind that is that that person has allowed themselves to be blindsided by their sin, their flesh has taken control in essence which which means they're out of control and they need to be brought back to where they need to be they need to return to their first love they need to return to the Lord Jesus Christ and they need to stop behaving wickedly so there is a case we where we judge it didn't say that we judge the outside world cuz god judges the outside world but we are to judge those within the church our brothers and our sisters and once again the way we do that is we do it the way jesus said to do it i mean we we don't do it hypocritically we we make sure our own lives are in check that we are living a life that is above reproach that we're living a life that's holy course we can't be perfect but we there should be a consistency of of righteous living if we're in Christ and if we're endeavoring to live a life that's pleasing to him so that we can help those who are living a life that's carnal a life that's fleshly a life that is uh, ungodlike all right so this is a case where we are to judge and It's our brothers and our sisters in Christ. This is what he said. I mean, like I said, and it's in regards to sin. Now, I'm going to go to the next chapter, which is the sixth chapter of 1 Corinthians. And it's going to appear to contradict chapter 5. But I will explain what's going on in chapter 6. And so that it will prove when I explain it that there's no contradiction at all. But so we're going to go to to 1 Corinthians chapter 6 now. And we're dealing with we're dealing with here. Paul is addressing an, a, a totally different issue. It's about believers suing one another. And so, so I want to read a part of this one too. And it says here that when one of you has a grievance against another, does he dare go to the law before the unrighteous instead of the saints, or do you not know that the saints will judge the world? now remember in chapter 5 it says that God judges the outside world in other words God judges the pagans so it seems like Paul now is contradicting himself but bear with me and if the world is to be judged by you which means talking about us as believers are you incompetent to try trivial cases do not know that we are to judge angels (laughs) even goes further now we're talking about celestial bodies uh but you yourselves wrong and defraud even your own brothers. All right, I'm gonna stop right there. So I read First Corinthians chapter six, verses one to eight, and uh, the rest of the chapter deals with, um, with a different subject matter. So here, Paul is rebuking them because they're taking each other to court and they're going before the pagan courts. They're going, you know, they're going before the world and he says aren't there enough intelligent men, people among you that you can resolve your disputes among yourselves and why are you going to the pagan courts to settle matters that should be done within the church and he says I speak this to your shame in other words shame on you for going to the outside world to settle your disputes, you should have enough civility I mean if you guys have the spirit of God dwelling inside of you, can't you work out your differences among Amongst one another, instead of taking your matters to the outside world, that's an indictment against the church, is what he's saying. He says, In other words, we can't, in other words, you guys can't judge matters amongst yourselves. He says, Don't you know we're going to judge the world? So, what is he talking about here when he says that we're going to judge the world? Whereas in the prior chapter, chapter 5 of 1 Corinthians, Paul is saying that God judges the world. So, what's going on here? so we're talking about two different subject matters of course and we're talking about two different periods of time or dispensations now in chapter 5 he was dealing with the here and now you know, during his time which of course was in the first century uh, AD but here when it talks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 2 when it says we shall judge the world and then in verse 3 it says we shall judge angels he's talking about future when it's talking about judging, in that sense, it's talking about rule, that we're going to rule the world. And remember what, uh, what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 25, when he is, um, he talks about, well done, well done, now good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things, enter into the joy of your Lord. So he's talking about the future yes and and so when it talks about judging the world it's talking about the future it's talking about at the end of this age and into the age which what's commonly called the millennium which is a thousand year reign of peace and then of course after that will be eternity but right now in this time and space we we do not judge the world we don't have that that benefit yet so So there are times, there's going to be a time where, where the saints, the children of God Christians are going to judge the whole world and even we're going to judge angels meaning that we're going to rule over them because we've been given a kingdom and it talks about in the book of Revelation how those who overcome will sit with the Lord Jesus Christ on his throne and of course when you're talking about a throne it talks about Rulership. It talks about authority. It talks about being in charge. You follow what I'm saying? So there are... So, so it's important for me to try to... My best to explain this whole deal about judging. There's another place I need to go to when it talks about judging. It's important that we point this one out too. And this one's really, really important. So I need to uh, to bring it up. And it says here... 1 John chapter 4 and we're looking at, we're going to start with verse 1. 1 John chapter 4, starting with verse 1 it says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from God for many false prophets have gone out into the world verse 2 by this you know the spirit of God every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and now is in the world already. All right. So when it says test the spirits, we are to make a judgment. In other words, when you test something, you're, you're examining it. And the elder, John, is telling his, his readers, which were he, he considered his children in the faith, to, to make a judgment, to make an evaluation, to consider, and because we are to judge those who who teach or claim to teach, because there are a lot of, like I said, there are a lot of false prophets. They go out to the world, and false prophets they spew out false doctrine. In other words, false teachings, things that are anti-biblical, non-biblical, uh, devilish, satanic, demonic doctrines, and we're supposed to. We're supposed to denounce those. We're supposed to condemn those types of um, of teachings. We're not supposed to endorse them. We're supposed to expose them, and that is a judgment, and that is a command. It's it's not something that we have the option of doing or not doing. We're supposed to do it. To not do it is disobedience. You follow what I'm saying? So, so in was it Matthew chapter seven? Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 5, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and 1 John chapter 4 all deals with different types of judgment. I mean, Matthew chapter 7 talks about helping our brother or our sister if they got a problem. But you have to remember that in order to help them with their problem, you need to take care of your own problems. And if your problem looms larger than their problem, you can't help them because you can't see. Your problem is so big that you're blinded so how are you going to help them with their small problem and you got a big old problem that's monumental that you haven't even solved you're being a hypocrite and then, and once again in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 it talks about judging sinning members in the church alright we as believers are supposed to do that and not to do that is is disobedience and once again the spirit in which we're to do that is supposed to be a spirit of love and compassion but also I think a spirit of urgency because the person is is in danger and they don't recognize how much of danger they're in because when you're in sin, you're insensitive. You're blinded by your wickedness and your sensitivity to the things of the spirit become dulled. It's just like if you're unsaved. You're you're in a sense you've kind of you've cut yourself off from God. He hasn't cut himself off from you, but you've cut yourself off from him. And then in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 it talks about us judging the world which is a future event and it, and i said it's it's during the reign of peace during the millennium and i believe also during eternity we'll judge the world but but in particular the millennium or the 1000 year reign of peace and then of course in 1 John chapter 4 i just read to you that we're to test spirits we're supposed to we're supposed to analyze Doctrine. We're supposed to check out those who claim to be spokesmen for Christ. And we're supposed to make a judgment. We're supposed to make an evaluation. So not to do that is is to be disobedient. So to judge or not to judge, once again, is the question. And the answer to that question is there is a time to judge. And there is a time, I believe, to keep silent. We're supposed to judge when God commands us to judge. But once again, we're not supposed to judge hypocritically, okay? This is Brother Dale of Gospel Repentance Ministries. God bless you for listening. Until next time.